Welcome to Tomorrow's Tech Today, bringing you the latest in technology, talent and transformational change. With me, your host, Professor Sally Eaves. Hi, everyone. A very warm welcome to a two-part podcast special that I hope will encourage you or someone you know to take that next step and explore a career in tech. And the aim is to highlight some key programs that exist right now to elevate education opportunities for everyone and regardless of circumstance. So to do exactly that, I bring together a fantastic conversation with Maureen Lonergan, who is VP for Training and Certification at AWS. And this was conducted live from reInvent, where we discussed some incredible free learning opportunities, especially around cloud, and also some dedicated training programs, including the AWS Academy and AWS Restart. And then it's back in the UK, we get to see program results in action. I speak to the brilliant Charlotte Wilkins about her career transformation and experience as an AWS Restart graduate, and who is now an Associate Solution Engineer at Matillion. I believe it's a conversation that can inspire many. So Maureen, I always think it's great to know a bit more about the person behind the technology. So can you tell me more about your journey to your role, kind of what's driven you here? I think it would inspire many people. Yeah, so I've been in training really most of my adult life. Um, I started out years ago at a company called Sybase and kind of grown my career through technology companies, five or six of them, over the last 25 years. Um, and But during that time, I took a bunch of gap years. I went to Latin America, I went to Africa, Mozambique specifically, and I think for, for me, those breaks were really good in helping to inform how I thought about education and access to education and, and how to make it more accessible for people. When I was living in Mozambique, it was, you know, it, it was eye-opening to me how people didn't have access to just the most basic things and, and education being one of them. So I think our design point in our organization is really to think about how do we, how do we build and train for anybody that wants to consume that learning. That's awesome. No, Luke, your story about Mozambique is wonderful. I've done a lot out in India with my nonprofit, and yeah. so that resonates so completely. A really yeah, meaningful moment, amazing. I would say. Life-changing, absolutely. So I'll dive now into the main sort of part of our conversation, and kind of this point of transition at the moment, aren't we, where, where digital transformation is accelerated everywhere across the world, but in many areas as well, it's kind of heightened that visibility around skills and literacy gaps at the same time. So what have you experienced as the main changes around skills, prioritization, and also skills needs over this time? And who will what do you think has been left behind in that journey? Yeah, so I think, you know, before the pandemic, I think the skills gap was tremendous anyway and growing year on year. And certainly since the pandemic, it's uh, it has accelerated that. And I think when you think in terms of, um, you know, women have been disproportionately impacted by the pandemic and, and, and having to leave their jobs in record numbers and, and people that lost their jobs in retail or, you know, any industry, travel industry, or whatever, what have you, that um, that they have. There is now a, a, an even bigger gap in, in, in non-tech roles, right? So, we really think in terms of we've always had a, our eye on making sure that training was accessible for anybody who wanted to consume it. But now we're more intentional about it. We over the last couple of years, we've built out programs. So we have a, a program called Restart, where we train people that um, you know have 
minimal to no tech and put them through a 12 week training program. We have partnerships with organizations around the world and we get them into companies. We provide them with interview opportunities with our collaborating organizations so that they can kind of transform their career. Um, we've also pivoted rapidly to digital and making as much as we can on free, uh, for free online. Um, and then obviously like accessibility and localization is a big part of that as well. So we're, we're continuing to evaluate where the gaps are and how we can best close them as fast as we can. Oh, that's super important. I was speaking to Darren Hardman yesterday, um, VP and GM for obviously for UK um, and Ireland, and he was talking about some of the stories of restart yeah. and those personal journeys, the individuals involved. When you see where they started, where they've got from, and it really kind of brings everything home when you see that personal impact. It does literally change lives. So I couldn't agree more strongly. I love that. And I'd be very happy to help mentor anything like that because it's music to my ears of what you're doing yeah, now. I love have, that. We have so many great stories. I mean, we have this great story about this guy who was going to use a fitness trainer. Uh, out of Boston and he was going to open a gym and the pandemic hit and someone had sent him a note about, um, you know, about the program. And he literally also had to homeschool his son right at the same time. So he was able to take the program virtually, got a good job where he could work remotely, not have to be with clients and also help his son. And, and I, I still stay in touch with him. He's a, he's a lovely guy and he has really um, been such a big advocate for the program. So it's great. Oh, that's awesome. Love that. Wonderful stories. Fantastic. We'll collate some of those together, make a little montage, I think. People will love that. And it's great, great to see it. And, and kind of drilling into some of those skills gaps specifically. So, and there's quite a few, as you, as you mentioned, particularly around security, architecture, testing probably as well, but cloud skills being right up there. So your work around that is really, really pivotal. I think you're making a great difference. And kind of looking at that from an organizational point of view, how would you describe the role and impact of cloud fluency on delivering bottom line, but also that shared value impact at the same time? Yeah, I mean, we talked to, you know, Know, we're all in the same having the same challenge right which is this skills gap but it doesn't it doesn't it's not only tech right it's it's business people as well and so when we go in and, and work with especially large corporations and try and get them to think in terms of how do you develop your employees how do you migrate faster how do you have um, alignment across the organization we really focus on on cloud when we say cloud fluency we think in terms of making sure that there is an executive sponsor that's planning and understanding the business goals of the company and then really training not just the technical folks but the finance teams the marketing teams the business teams the senior leadership so that when they're going through their journey they're all aligned and we've found that companies are much more productive and 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 the teams work together and they're happier right they understand they're coming from the same common language so while we do a tremendous amount of technical training cross security architecting devops developing networking you know you name it we do it and um but we spend a, a large portion of our time training just business users uh, that's absolutely true. I mean, alignment's been an issue, isn't it? In, in business, uh, business IT for probably 40 years, the research goes back for a long period of time. But now more than ever, I think that's hugely important in terms of all skills literacy, getting literacy skills into all jobs, even if they're not tech facing. It's an imperative. I couldn't agree more strongly. And kind of on that note, your commitment to the 29 million people being trained around free cloud skills training, I think is absolutely awesome. And alongside that as well, I was hearing about the new cloud centers that you're creating as well. And again, training workers even from other companies, which I think is an amazing 
amazing statement and commitment to, to community upbuild. Can you tell us more about that? Either of those or both, it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, so in 2020, we made a commitment to train 29 million uh, individuals uh, on cloud skills for free across the globe. Um, and, you know, we started out by doing that. We do uh, webinars, we train people on Twitch, our gaming platform. We uh, had launched a digital learning platform of 500 free courses and, uh, again, localized in 16 languages. Um, we The Restart program that I just spoke about, um, but the newest initiative is, is a skills center because we, we really believe that the communities, especially communities that we work, we need to figure out how to support them, right? And I think a large part of of getting people interested in tech is this learner acquisition model, right? Making it consumable. So in Seattle, we opened an, a really awesome center, but it's it's not just training. It's also, we have experiential things on gaming and sports and um, robotics. And so people can come in and understand, kind of see what's possible with the technology, and then we train them. And so it's, you know, it's the first of many that we will launch. But it's, um, it's, I think it's important to make it tangible and accessible for people that might not otherwise be comfortable. And I think bringing people into a center where they're uh, like-minded and maybe have the same challenges or fears around tech is such a great opportunity for us to say, hey, this is possible and let us help you. Exactly, it's uplifting. Is it also the possible mode real? And kind of what you're describing there is kind of uh, John Dewey was like kind of learning by experience, being hands on and tactile. And uh, I think that's an amazing way of doing things. I love that. And you mentioned there about like 500 free courses, which is plus, in fact, which is amazing. We've talked about Restart already, the skills centers. What about the AWS Academy as well as another opportunity? I'd love to kind of showcase yeah, that so too. AWS Academy is a program that we started, you know, six or seven years ago, but it's really around making. Uh, cloud courses available in university and we have thousands of universities that we partner with but we want kids to come out of college with really tangible skills and certifications for jobs that are needed and we know how desperately this is needed and then we also partner with companies to figure out what schools are they recruiting out of and how do we make sure we have our content and it's not just in again this is not just in the tech we have it in MBA programs business you know financial fluency, all those programs are, are in the universities. And so we, uh, we've we trained a lot of people through the lot of um, people attending university and attack, you know, vocational colleges and two-year colleges. And so it's, it's an exciting program, I think. That's brilliant. I love that. Financial literacy as well. Great yeah. point. Again, something that's not always embedded into curriculums, is yeah. it? So, so, so important. I think the other thing I love about the university and kind of outreach to schools as well is I think there's assumptions, isn't there? Like digital native, that term, for example, yeah. there's the research from a university in the UK came out six weeks ago. And it was kind of saying people thought, I don't actually necessarily feel digitally native. I don't, I, I know a certain bit, but I'm not sure if I'm confident to apply it in my role when I have my first job, etc. So challenging those assumptions is huge. So getting that better relationship between business um, and academia and other forms of apprenticeships and things as well I think is a huge step forward that's wonderful so just thinking of everyone listening to this right now what would you say for example you're an organization looking at taking a next step um, in maybe starting a program like this joining with you as a partnership what would your recommendations be about culture kind of embedding that culture of learning in an organization yeah I think it's critical you know we have at Amazon we have a, a leadership principle learn to be curious and um, I think right now especially you know the great resignation it, it, it's not a joke, you know. I, I see it on the news every morning, articles. It's people are leaving their jobs at an, a phenomenal rate. And what we hear 
from individuals is that they want to be developed. They want to train, they want to learn, they want to grow their skill set. So I think for me, when I talk to him, I don't think they have any other option, right? We have to, you have to build a culture of learning if you don't want to risk the attrition, right? People want to go, especially technical individuals, they want to build, they want to innovate. And technology is moving at such a, a rapid rate these days that you can't, it's not a one and done. It's not like you release the service every year, right? You have to continuously learn. And that's the way that we design, you know, we certainly have instructor led courses, deep technical certifications, but we also really think in terms of like, okay, what's coming out next week or next month or whatever, and make sure that we can make um, small modules, consumable modules. And so when we work with organizations, you know, the thing that we say is like, you've got to, you've got to set aside time for hackathons or lunch and learns, or I just, I don't think that companies these days have, if it's, it's not a nice to have, it's, it's a need to do really. So, so true. There's a lot of talk about organizational agility, isn't there? Yeah. And maybe less so about like personal agility yeah. and that desire to grow that you were describing there. You're absolutely right. I talk about like conscious consumers quite a lot in terms of how people are looking for different things from organizations. So it's not just the service um, and the functionality of the product, for example, it's what an organization stands for. And there's kind of echoes of that kind of, kind of conscious employees as well, I would argue, in terms of that purpose driven, but also that uh, capacity to be able to develop and grow. We see, you know, a lot of the companies that we work with, we had a, a national Australia bank we worked with you know they had a uh, you know more traditional um, organization and they were competing for talent and they had huge attrition risk I think it was as high as 20 percent wow. right and so we worked with them to build out a, a large-scale training program that they continue to deliver today right and it's you know what I would say is they hire their people, they fit their culture, they understand their business objectives. You want to train those people, right? And so, you know, I think it went from 20% to 8%. And now they're one of the largest employers of tech talent in Australia. And, and they've been able to do that because they've been very vocal as well in the press about the programs that they're building, how they're developing their people, and they're seen as innovative. And I think if companies are going to, if they if if innovating on behalf of their customers is a priority they have to make sure that their skilled talent has the tools that they need to do their job right and and i think people stay with you know people certainly stay with people that they like working for but they also at some point want to make sure that their career is growing and that they're developing Absolutely. Things like age of the experience isn't just for you know consumers, it's for the employee. Well, absolutely. I think you're spot on. That's wonderful. And kind of as we come to a, you know, the final part of our discussion, the other thing that's springing to mind for me is kind of the move from STEM to STEAM. And I'm a little bit biased here, I confess, because I'm a big proponent around STEAM learning. But I wonder what your perspective is on the different skills that make a difference. You're looking at your career development. So some of the more holistic range of skills, you know, like emotional intelligence, for example, that creative confidence. So not just the tech skills, but that imagination to actually conceive what the future might look like. Like, for example, wonder what you see as that kind of tool skills box for the future. I think it's important. Um, I think, um, you know, we certainly do it. And, and I, I hate to keep going back to the pandemic, but that certainly has been, you know, people are, are struggling to connect. And it's not just about the tech. And even within our or own organization, we've done emotional intelligence classes and tied it to tech and development of organizations. And so I think you're going to see programs evolve. We're certainly looking at how, how we can do that more in the future. Um, with research, start we do it a little bit um you know more foundational how to you know getting someone super comfortable but i i, I like the approach as well 
Fantastic. I love that. I mean, we've already touched on curiosity. It came up very naturally, which is one of my favourite words and I think one of the key skills of our time. And I know it aligns with the leadership principles at AWS as well, which is fantastic. So if I was going to ask you kind of what your top three skills recommendations would be for people listening at the moment to help you with this agility for the future, be more confident as, as, you know, with the speed of change we've got, what would you encourage people to cultivate right now? Yeah, I mean, for sure, like for, with regard to AWS, I would take cloud practitioner. It's the mm-hmm. easiest way to start learning about cloud, understanding how it impacts companies um, and, and the certification associated with that. Companies are out there looking for that. And it's not, it's, you could be in finance or marketing or, or going into an entry-level tech job. So I think, um, you know, certainly the training and certainly the certification, um, I think, are the two most important things. Wonderful. And if anybody wants to find out specifically, what would your kind of top recommendation would be to go next to follow up on some of the things we've talked about? What would your kind of website link, et cetera, to go to now? Yeah, just aws.amazon.com uh, forward slash training. Wonderful. There you go. Fantastic. And what, what I'll do as well is for the audience as well, we'll share, share some of the stories we've talked about today as well. Because again, I think it kind of brings tech to life, doesn't it? Where you hear that human component and the difference is still training opportunities made. I think it's wonderful. Maureen, thank you so much. I could speak to you all day. I know we're short on time. Now, here live at reInvent, but it's been an absolute pleasure. So thank you for all you're doing to really support people. Empowerment is a word, I think. Yeah. Thank you so much. Enjoy My pleasure. Thank you. So welcome to the show, Charlotte. Great to have you here. Hi, nice to meet you. I'm excited for it. Oh, fantastic stuff. So where to start? I think your journey is amazing. And maybe the best opening point for that is just to learn a little bit more about your involvement with AWS Restart. Now, what was your path to getting involved in the program? Before I joined the program, I was on furlough from a job at McDonald's as a manager. And I was really wanting a career change. And I was looking at free courses online. And I wasn't sure like what skills were required to find a job in tech. So I was already looking at online courses, did a, f- a few free ones. And then I found the Restart program and interviewed for it. And I think I was so excited when I got accepted, I cried. I was like, I've finally been given an opportunity to focus on myself and develop and um, yeah, I was just looking at courses online and found the restart and it's, it seemed perfect because there were so many co- uh, courses out there that are focused on one topic, on one skill. And I think the restart program covered such a wide range and it was covered uh, by a tutor as well, which I needed because I found it really hard to like study by myself. I really needed a tutor and classmates. Um, so the, the restart program was perfect and I'm so glad I found it. Oh, I think that's so true. I've heard that from other people as well. You want that kind of that tutor, that facilitation to support you in that journey, particularly with everything being, you know, at a distance for quite some period of time. And that social aspect, I think, is so, so huge for learning. And I love the fact you mentioned kind of holistic skills as well, because it isn't just the tech skills that you're developing here. It's everything around, you know, communication skills, relationship building, etc. And you need all of those kind of in your toolbox, so to speak, don't you? Yeah, I was really happy that the um, the program covered quite a bit of employability sessions as well. So we did um, how to write a CV, for example. I've only ever worked at McDonald's. How do I make an effective CV? And to have someone coach me how to create a CV and, and make it effective and have someone look, it, look at it for me. And we did quite a few practice interviews as well with uh, volunteers and they gave us feedback. So as well as technical skills, it was great to have employability sessions. So, you know, after the program, I felt really confident in myself again and was ready to go for an interview and and yeah, 
straight into employment really after the program so it was great oh, that's amazing I love that I love that that will inspire so many people it really will to think hey do you know what I can I can do that too I think that's fantastic because you're right it's that balance isn't it it's not just having you know that democratization of access to skill building it's also that confidence to apply them and to, to value yourself and be able to pull out the skills that you've been learning in other roles in the past as well so it's that mix coming together I think matters so much and you kind of already highlighted what I was going to ask for my next question but I will ask it anyway to see if there's anything else else in terms of kind of that moments that matter to you along this journey so it could be you know as you've mentioned some of the relationships you know it could be exposure to new technology or connection with peers but have you got any moments there from your experience of restart that have really been one of those that hey do you know what that's really helped me so much because again it could help other people too yeah on the program we were given a mentor by the princess trust which at first I didn't realize I needed you know I was going to have a one-to-one for 10 minutes every week I'm like what am I going to talk to this mentor about but I think having a mentor that I could talk to outside of the program about anything I wanted I really was beneficial to me and having classmates because I was doing self-learning I think having a classmate and having a tutor we had like a whatsapp group and you know when we started learning about AWS I think one thing I remember is at the end of the day someone put like a mind blown emoji like outside like oh wow like he felt the same way and we all just sort of related and talked on whatsapp like how we weren't really understanding it and we we then spoke to our tutor saying please can we go over that again because we're all a bit lost because both of us didn't have any tech skills before we did the program and um, it was great to just have a new group of people classmates to talk about on whatsapp and and you know if we were struggling on labs we could always like hop on a breakout room together and talk through what we were struggling on I think having just people surrounded by people you know even though it was remote it was great to sort of connect with new people a mentor a tutor and another classmates as well was most beneficial of the program oh I love that absolutely it's that kind of safe space to share isn't it about how you're feeling yeah. going through that together and again if you're having an issue in a certain area you can come together and kind of raise that and get that extra support which I think is brilliant I love that that's fantastic and I love the kind of metaphors is one of my little things and kind of I see a bridge as I'm talking to you at the moment in terms of you know how you've moved from one role to a completely different one you know right at the heart of cloud computing innovation I think that'll help people you know be curious about tech careers and inspire them to say hey I can do this as well and for anyone who's listening at the moment who are thinking do you know what I, I love your story Charlotte but I'm not sure I, can I do that you know can I hit this apply button might just be a little bit hesitant at the moment what you know, recommendation would you give to say do you know what go for that next step yeah I would say really just go for it and apply for it I was really nervous and I thought oh, I'm not going to get accepted on this program but most of us didn't have any technical skills I didn't have any tech background I was on furlough I had nothing else to do and I just thought why not like apply for it and and go for it and I got accepted and and you know I was giving great support on the program as well you know I had no technical experience but having a mentor a tutor and someone to talk to about anything any problems I had and you know I was at home by myself but I was given a laptop by the Princess Trust and AWS to, to work from and people who didn't have internet and things like that were really helped out by the program so if there's anything that's blocked in you then there's they can reach out to what well, mine was run by the princess trust and aws they can help you with things like laptops and internet and um yeah it's just great to be part of a community again and meet new people Oh, that's amazing. I love that. And thanks for mentioning those you know, potential blockers that people might be thinking about now as well. And there are ways to, to work around that and get that support. So for everybody listening at the moment, don't don't be held back by that. You know, reach out. There are things available, you know, whether it's a tech perspective or internet connection, whatever it might be. And as you were saying there, you know, lack of a technical background doesn't mean that you can't thrive in a tech career. You can build those skills. And a lot of the other holistic skills that we've mentioned will actually really help you along that way. I'm a massive advocate for STEAM learning personally. So I 
you know, I really believe in tech skills, but alongside things like, you know, creativity and emotional intelligence, et cetera, as well. And, and it kind of leads me on to my next question, actually. You know, there's a phrase, isn't there, learning for life that's been around as long as I can remember. But I think at the moment, you know, with the speed of change that we have at the moment um, and how things are just rapidly developing across different sectors and things are converging so much as well. And I think that's a phrase that has real meaning, real resonance. It's probably never mattered more. And I'd just love to hear from your take and you know, everything you're going through at the moment. Now, what are you seeing as the skills that are most valuable to the future of work or maybe ones that are you know, undervalued at the moment that you think will make a huge difference in the future? I'd just love to hear that from your take. I think just being interested we were taught that on the course you know when you go for interviews is be interested listen to podcasts um I'm very much on my phone on Instagram and TikTok there's so many people talk about tech and and and, and cloud I think just being interested and staying relevant and like you said everything's developing so quick I think if you can have like if you're going for an interview and just have like one topic on your mind you could mention that and you sound really interested um because technology is changing all the time so there's lots of skills that are changing so I think just being interested in you know trying to find podcasts to listen to and staying on social media and staying up to date so I'm not sure if that's like a skill but I think just being interested and honestly that makes eminent sense it's kind of that curiosity so i think you're spot on i think it is a skill is that curiosity to continually learn and develop and you know i think all of us we can learn we can unlearn things as well and it's that active listening active engagement and looking at new sources and you know trying different channels as well because i think we all learn in different ways and have different styles and we like to consume content from different ways as well so yeah be out there and look for that i think it's spot on and you mentioned there about, about content sharing and again social media communities there can be great opportunities there to find people who are interested in the same areas and I would say to people listening as well never be afraid to reach out you know I've ended up doing quite a lot of mentoring where people have like dm'd off a, off a twitter conversation for example as well and don't be afraid to do that you know you can make great connections like that as well and learn so much along the way so I think that's hugely valuable curiosity I think is a really undervalued skill I think you've massively brought that to the fore that's awesome and maybe as a kind of final question to, to our conversation today, you know, when you were exploring career opportunities yourself, what was it that you were looking for most in an organisation? I'd love to hear that because I'm hearing so much at the moment about, you know, almost like changing criteria about job roles at the moment. You know, for example, purpose being right up there or flexible working hours. But for you, as you were going for your opportunity, what were you looking for? Um, well, for me, I was really quite lucky. Um, I was quite lucky because when I got my um, AWS Cloud Practitioner certification, I posted it on LinkedIn and then the next day it was noticed by a company and I was by a Matillion and I was interviewing the, ne- like the next week, really. So I didn't really search too much for jobs. But I think now now I'm in a job, things that I appreciate much is having uh, time to learn. Um, you know, we have access to a Udemy account and I'm wanting to do some more certifications. Um, so things I didn't realise because I wasn't really searching for jobs I just was very lucky and, and found the job like you said like flexible working hours and and being able to learn and develop more and having um time to do some learning was most important to me now and um, I, I really appreciate is having access to a Udemy account that I can do some more learning and some more certifications um yeah in the workplace I would definitely recommend looking at learning chances to learn still well while working and um yeah flexible working balance and yeah Amazing. Oh, I love that. What a great advert for, for sharing about what you're learning and how you're developing. You know, that post you put on LinkedIn and that opportunity it led to literally the next day onwards. I mean, what a testament to, to the power of the, the program you've had with Restart, the power of that partnership, but also using, you know, the community, going back to that word again in terms of sharing that, not just supporting others, but also it's, it's creating developments as well. You know, I talk about shared value a lot. I think that's an amazing example of that. Good for you. That's awesome. 
yeah I mean I, I got the certification through the AWS restart program and then when I posted it I, I tagged a lot of people in it and I think just seeing that post uh, reach as many people as possible and then the next week I got an email would I like to interview for this role and I was I couldn't believe how lucky I was to just from a post of my certification on LinkedIn and tagging quite a few people but it got seen by a lot of people and I ended up getting a job from it so I was very happy with it. Well, so. wonderful. That is amazing. I think what I couldn't think of a better way to, to end our discussion today, Charlotte. Honestly, I think that's amazing. We literally kind of took it full circle there. So, Charlotte, honestly, thank you so much for your time today. I think in combination with our earlier discussion, it's just really given that 360 view of the power of ed- education and technology going hand in hand. The Restart program from AWS, I think, is a fantastic you know, leadership example of doing exactly that. And I think for everyone listening here, I think Charlotte's story is amazing about the power of what you can achieve. So, if you're looking at these opportunities now please go for it press that button and apply there's nothing to lose and you can see from charlotte's story i think so much to gain as well and we'll share all the links around the program as well so you can follow up so thank you charlotte thank you everyone for joining us today thanks for listening to this episode of tomorrow's tech today if you enjoy what we're doing please subscribe to us and leave a review it really means a lot You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram and see more behind the scenes video footage on YouTube. Thanks for listening.